when I had that shift, I did start to find, because I think we'll get to it, but it was definitely like a, a snowball effect. And I yeah. think that's really important to touch on. But I saw results more or less straight away. I think it was end of August. End of August, I like started to sign clients. And it was like consistent. It was like smaller one-offs and then like longer period and things like that. But it was as soon as I did make that mindset and energy shift with the like obviously the glass strategies that you'd help me put in as well but it was really that mindset shift of right this is what I'm here to do and this is how I'm going to show up I did start see start seeing those results almost instantly welcome to the Rebecca Hayden show the show where you get to step into the highest version of yourself whilst creating the business and life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, helping you to step into your power, release those subconscious blockers and convert through social media with ease. Are you ready? Let's get going. podcast listeners and welcome back to the Rebecca Hayden show. I have another special treat for you today in the way of client success stories. Now the last one with Justine went down like an absolute house on fire so I cannot wait to share this gorgeous transformation with you. I know so many resonated with Justine's story and how she felt um, what she was going through and, and the breakthroughs that she had. So I'm super, super excited to announce the second of my client success stories with the gorgeous Megan Rose. Now, Megan is helping coaches master their mindset, their energy, and activate their unique gifts so they can really amplify their magnetism and sign consistent clients without that convincing energy. Oh, yes, it is going to be such a powerful interview. I cannot wait for you to listen. Now, Megan was one of my clients last year in 2021, and she's actually, from last week, recently signed back up to work another six months with me, which I am so, so excited to hold her in this this new container, this next level. And it's very, very different to where she was this time last year. So without further ado, I would love to welcome Megan onto the podcast. Let's get into today's interview. Welcome back to the Rebecca Hayden show. I am so excited to be here today. And I know I always start the podcast saying I'm so excited for today's episode, but I truly am very excited for today's episode. Because just like I said in the introduction, I have the gorgeous Megan, not only a previous client, she's a very, very good friend, a gorgeous, gorgeous mama. And I am very excited to interview her today. So welcome. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, have we got a lot to talk about? I really do think so. <laughs> um, but so I think let's rewind time um, and go back to around this time last year, as it was when we were chatting, we were chatting in the DMs the other day and saying, you know, it was around this time last year where you were in a bit of a funk and the mindset was not 
was not helping and I know we'll speak about that in a moment but what were you struggling with when we first started working together what did life look like then how were you feeling so it was when you did your um I think you did a video or a post around being in your victim and how like you were so in your victim and I was like oh my god that is me right now and I was just like completely overwhelmed I was lost I didn't know what the hell I was doing and I was really frustrated because I'd been working on in my business for like changing direction a lot because I felt so like I didn't know what I was doing or how to stand out in this market um and I was just struggling massively I was struggling with my mindset I was struggling with getting clients I felt like complete fraud and I was like seeing everybody else like overtake me I'm gonna use quotations there (laughs) overtake me and I was just feeling like the biggest failure and then you did that post around I think it was one of the I know you talk about it a lot now yeah it was one of alive, your first posts yeah alive yeah. that was it and I got in touch with you and I was like I need to be in like your intensives it was the first thing I did yes yeah I love that and it, it was that real realization that you were like actually it could be different and you did believe it like there was something inside you that was like, no, like, I am going to do this, it is going to happen. And it was more or less kind of getting out your own way, wasn't it? Exactly. And I think when I saw that from you, I was like, okay, like, like I said that to you as well, I, I do, but there is a part of me that knows that this can happen, but it's just not happening. And I saw that live. And I was like, this is this is me like Mm -hmm. and if Beck can do it I can do it (laughs) I can do it (laughs) because we were like we were good friends before that as well like we would chat a lot you know we we would you know we keep in touch with what each other were doing and I think it was just so amazing to be that like and I know it wasn't just me but like to be that portal for you to see that you could have it too and I really really wanted that for you as well that that feeling and that knowing and that believing um so we started with the intensives and we did quite a lot of mindset work what was the biggest thing that shifted for you during that time mindset wise I think so you love this it was um having that masculine structure because I was very very much in my feminine Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start sharing more about this, I think. But I was too much in my like wounded feminine. So I, I didn't have the masculine structure and I wasn't getting anything done. And I think I still have in my business Google Drive, my glass strategies is my folder. And that's where I keep everything. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> because you are the glass to my water. Um, oh. <laughs> but that was from the intensives. I think we did we did a lot of belief work around what I could have and having like, you know, the family and the, um, the, the successful business, which was a, a big thing. I always remember doing that uh, parts integration. Parts I think integration, it was used, yeah. Which yeah. I've now learned. Um, we did that together. And then it was just like, I think that, acceptance that I needed that structure and it wasn't a negative thing it wasn't going to take away from my 
feminine flow it was actually going to help so they were the kind of biggest things from that yeah intensive. and I do remember having that conversation where you were like yeah Beck, you are the glass to my flowy water and it just really worked didn't it like the penny dropped at that moment because you were like mm. oh I actually get to I do get to be in this flow and be in my feminine but equally I do also get to have that structure as well and I think that was just such a beautiful moment for me because I'm the complete opposite you know I'm I'm very I'm very the glass <laughs> like, and there wasn't really any water whereas I you know you you learn so much from your clients as well as you like them learning from you and I think that was just such a beautiful moment for both of us and then for me to see you be able to go and be do and have that was just so beautiful and yet yeah, parts integration one of my favorite NLP techniques um but I don't know whether you're okay with me sharing it, but just as we started our six month one to one, yeah, yeah, Meg sure. came on Zoom <laughs> and she second was like, "Second session, second session in." She was like, "Beck, I've got something to tell you," <laughs> and you were pregnant, and I it was, was amazing. Pregnant. Yeah, yeah, it was so, scary. Yeah, and I had the biggest wobble I think in the summer when we were we that first few months, and I was judging myself because I was like, oh, you know. I'm not where I want to be. I'm about, mm-hmm. you know, the baby wasn't planned, but also I'm, you know, I was married. It was the next thing. It wasn't like the biggest shock in the world, but it was a surprise. And I was like, I'm not where I want to be. My business isn't where I want to be. I felt like the biggest failure. And that summer was one of the hardest. Like, I think I really hit a low and I was so exhausted because it was the first trimester and we were doing our sessions. And then I was just struggling to like, Thank God we had five months together. <laughs> yes, like an extra, an extra time, which we kind of, kind of, we kind of rewrote that story for you, didn't we? Um, in seeing yeah. that and being that, having a business and being a mom, and I and I know that's what you talk about now, which is so beautiful to see. Um, mm. But it was almost like you couldn't connect the dots at that point where you were like, oh no, well this is all over now because. I can't have a successful business and be pregnant and do this. That's how you felt, isn't it? Yeah. And we'll get to it, but there's been so much that I've taken after we worked together as well. But yeah, I remember we were going through a lot of the the kind of structural stuff and we did do the mindset, but I was just, I couldn't receive it. I think Mm -hmm. until like end of August, beginning of September, I started to feel better. And I think we we had another couple of months, thank God. Um, (laughs) But yeah, because that was, it was, I honestly think I hit a real low point and I was just questioned everything where I was like, I don't like who I am. Like I really got to that point because I was yeah. so, I felt like I was lazy and um, I was just frustrated with where I'd, I was, I'd had all this time um, to build my business the way I wanted to and I didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. And then I was pregnant. And then, yeah. yeah, so I think that was a huge, I think around September, I was, I was like my turning point with you yeah. as well. But yeah, in my business as well. I think I got to that point where I was like, you know, when you hit rock bottom in a way, it sounds a bit dramatic, but in my head. No, and then I was I like, well, you. I can only build from it. I yeah, only the only way is up this. from here. Yeah, I completely agree. And I remember that around September time, that shift in not only your mindset but like the energy as well and I know you were going into this was it the second trimester at that point 
There was a yeah, there was a switch with trimesters bit. as well. Not that I know anything about them, but I so pretend if you're I pregnant, do. Second <laughs> trimester is great. <laughs> and just that shift of energy and it was almost like a lift wasn't it like I really saw mm-hmm. that lift let's talk into that a little bit um you know what where that where that shift started to happen and I know kind of rock bottom was the start of that but what allowed you to to start rising like the phoenix oh, Harry Potter reference. <laughs> <laughs> the um Something that you helped me with, and you helped me with uh, with this actually in the intensive, um, and then we built on it, is you really helped me to see where I wasn't owning my own gifts, where I was kind of shying away from this. I don't know if you remember. I've got these um, all over. So I remember. The first thing was in the intensives. It was like, you need to like stand in your, because I was, I loved the vulnerable content, but I wasn't very good at being like, yeah, this is what I'm great at. And I think you really helped me to see that myself, especially with like my sales background that I basically ignored up until then. And obviously the mindset stuff that came with it, because it wasn't, a massive pivot but it was a shift in what I'd been speaking about um and you really helped me with the mindset that comes with a, a slight shift where I was like okay and it did coincide well with the energy and the change yeah, that I had um but it was like right well this is it now I'm just gonna and I remember you telling me about the consistency and how long it took you to like keep being consistent when you have this slight shift that you'd also been through as well and I just yeah. kept that in my mind like every time I love that yeah and I think it was that it was almost like um a bit a bit of the RAS system you know the reticular activated system it's it's almost like your sales you put that you put the fact that you've been in sales as a corporate job in a little box and you're like oh no like I'm not touching that that's my job that that's that's what I was doing before and you kind of put it in a box didn't you and I think the moment that that's why I have goosebumps because I remember the moment you were like I've been having these thoughts about you know talking about this and I was like oh yeah it's a no fucking brainer like why wouldn't you and I think from that moment where you were like oh shit yeah like I can like I and I have so many years experience and actually how can I mirror that with the the feminine energy and being in the entrepreneur space um and I and I really feel that that was where the energy shifted and you know when you started creating the course and it got really exciting didn't it for you to be in that space but allow yourself to be in that space Mm, yeah exactly and when I had that shift I did start to sign because I think we'll get to it it was definitely like a a snowball effect and I think that's really important to touch on but I saw results more or less straight away I think it was end of August end of August I like started to sign clients and it was like consistent it was like smaller one-offs and then like longer period and things like that but it was as soon as I did make that mindset and energy shift with the like obviously the glass strategies that you'd help me put in yeah. as well but it was really that mindset shift of right this is what I'm here to do and this is how I'm going to show up I did start see start seeing those results almost instantly yeah which was so good and I think that's you know we speak about that a lot in the entrepreneur space and you know we mindset is obviously like huge buzzy word and I always talk about how important it is and I I think sometimes people don't see it until you've had the experience of truly 
embracing it. Um, and that's exactly where I was before. You know, I literally, you know, I'd done nine days of NLP. I've got my master in hypnosis and I would still ignore them and, and play victim to myself. Like all the, you know, I would still ignore all the tools, but actually it doesn't ever have to be these huge things. You know, like for you, all we had to say is, I'm the glass to your water and boom, we had, we had a structure and a reframe there that helped you or, you know, the showing your power, you can have this and this both together. Yes, they were quite in-depth practices that we did together as a one-to-one, but then using them as a tool going forwards, it's more of a reminder, isn't it? Than anything. Did you feel that with like the, the mindset tools that I gave you? Yeah, and I still use them now. <laughs> like, I still go back to them because it's a constant thing. It's not like you reach the level and then you're no. like, oh, cool, like I'm, I'm fixed, which is totally the wrong. I think you were the first investment I made where it wasn't like, oh, you need to fix me. Do you know mm. what I mean? It was more like I was activated, whereas before I'd probably gone into the in to investing with the mindset of this person needs to fix me, and just because I'm investing. Victim, hello victim um, yeah. <laughs> I will see results and I think that's why I was frustrated as well in the first couple of months because I was like oh, I've done this and I know I'm not showing up fully um so yeah I think that that shift as well of like taking responsibility which is like mm. once you're out of your victim you realize you can how see it. you're taking yeah in everything yeah. Oh, and I just looked down as you said activated and it said 13.33. Oh. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so now we've kind of moved into you making that, I, I say big shift. I think it was, I think a lot of people go, oh, it was my big revelation, but it happens over a certain amount of months and I was exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Um, From that point where you did start to bring in the sales and your mindset was different, you were still pregnant at this point and we knew that that was, you know, January was coming and we we kind of planned for that, didn't we? But how did things start to shift? How did things start to change? So I think it was, like I was, as I said, I was seeing things happen and then we finished working together and I was like still continuing the, all the, even now, like, um, the, I, the, what's it, the client Bible, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Client Bible, I still go back to, um, a lot of the things that we have in our folder, but I was just, I just ha- kept having your voice in my head. And instead of, thinking you know what this isn't going to happen I'm running out of time you know all of those stories I just kept telling myself the more empowering stories that we'd spoken about of like why doesn't it get to be this way like Mm -hmm. um, there were certain things that I wanted to do that weren't possible but just with time but it was it was actually fine um and I kept having your voice in my head as well of like it took me like x amount of months to keep months to keep talking about the same thing um so I had your voice in my head like even afterwards like continuing to show up doing the practices that we've done together mindset wise um the belief side of things and then obviously like the strategy as well and then January when I was I was like seven months pregnant mm-hmm. so I was in my third trimester by now and I had a lot of shit going on behind the scenes like yeah a lot going on and I had like my best month in business and I was yeah. just like I think I messaged you 
I was getting so many people messaging me, wanting to work with me. I was just, I couldn't sell anything long term. So I was going to take maternity leave, but it was just people would find my reel and sign up the next day. And I remember mm-hmm. messaging you like, because I would still share my wins with you, don't I? Even now. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> my clients never disappear. Because <laughs> it's testament okay. to the work that we did. And that's why I still share it with you. Um, don't do that with anyone else. Um, but yeah, and I, it was like that it, compound effect, which I know you speak about as well. It was that compound effect. And I remember thinking, I remember messaging you and being like, it's happening like the thing I never thought would happen is starting to happen and I'm like I'm seven months pregnant things are going to shit behind the scenes but like it's still happening and it was just such a I think that was almost my I'd been doing that work and then that was the the quantum leap so to speak in a way I don't know I feel like I've just had another one um I feel like you have two (laughs) there has been definitely two since (laughs) since we finished for sure yeah um but yeah it's just like so much of what we did I it just stays with me because the work that you do is so it's it's long lasting it's not like a a quick thing like it's not you're not holding someone's hand through it you know what I mean when Mm like when you let go they can't walk for themselves Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important in the coaching industry because a lot of people end up relying on the coach on that, that they're working with and when you yeah. stop especially in a long-term container and then when you stop working with them you're like oh, I don't know how yeah. to hold myself whereas the because of the mindset work that you do it is it continues like what we stopped working together six seven months ago yeah I think it was now which is crazy yeah oh my god the hell? Still, <laughs> where is time going it's still something I come back to that's so good to hear. And let's go into quantum shift numero dos. Is that right? <laughs> Number two. <laughs> I was like, I don't know whether that's right. Um, because, wow, it has been so magic to see you, you know, not only give birth to the most gorgeous baby I've ever seen, but then come back on the scene, like, and you are freaking smashing it. Like, we cannot deny that. Tell tell me more. <laughs> tell, tell us more. Birth was my portal. I feel like, you mm. know, but my birth, I need to do a, I need to do a whole story on my birth. I haven't actually shared it online. Um it was it was eventful. I, mean, I don't right. use the traumatic word. It was eventful. Yes. <laughs> um but I did so much mindset work as well. I did my NLP course myself, um, nine months pregnant, two weeks mm-hmm. before I was due. And I just said to myself, right, after the baby comes, obviously looking after baby is number one, but all I'm going to work on is my mindset and the stories I tell myself. Mm-hmm. And it was hard at times, but that's all I did for the um, the weeks after the birth. The first three weeks were really tough. I'm not going to lie. I was definitely in a bit of a neggy mindset. Yeah, <laughs> I, was I, I think struggling it, I think a lot. full permission, to be honest. You have um, to push the baby as soon as like... <laughs> out of a small hole um as soon as that passed I just kept telling myself I just kept you know all of the mindset work it's the stories you tell yourself over and over again I gave myself I was always gonna give myself like six weeks he was 10 days late so everything kind of got pushed back a bit but I had so so one of the stories I was telling myself, I just want to give some context, is um, I was so scared about how tired I'd be because obviously everyone says to me, your baby, you're exhausted. 
and I was so tired before I gave birth I was like I don't mm-hmm. I could I didn't do any work like two weeks before I just I was in a waiting phase and um I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna cope when a baby comes yeah <laughs> and actually I don't know if you get some magic new mum energy but um I was telling myself like no I'm not subscribing to that like I'm not gonna be exhausted I'm not gonna have like blocks like I'm gonna make this work like this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me that's something I kept saying like this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me and I actually found a journal entry that I wrote on the 22nd of February he was due on the 4th of March came on the 14th and it was like there was a thing in it and it was like this was the best having a baby was the best thing for my business I (sighs) had such an overflow of creative ideas it was something like that and I read it back only a couple of weeks ago and I was like, wow, like that's, that's really happened. So I had so many ideas. I was showing up on Instagram, but I didn't give myself any pressure. I obviously wasn't selling. And I was like, right, May, I start selling again. May, I'm happy mm-hmm. to start taking clients. Um, I'll start properly showing up and start trying to be consistent again or being consistent again, not trying. And I... <laughs> set myself a really small goal and I smashed it in like the first week of Two May. <laughs> um, I've signed, I think, six clients this month. Um, um, well, I had my best month ever. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I, and, I, yeah. and I'm in that space now where I'm like, oh, like, why would I not have like... Yeah, a, this is how it like, is. Yeah, this yeah. is how it is. And no, I have definitely had mindset after the first week, second week, on the Monday, I was like, fuck. Like, what, who do I think I am? Like, who the hell do I think I am? I've got a baby who's eight weeks old or whatever he was then. Like, he's crying a lot. I, I don't have a lot of time. Like, poor work shifts. I'm on my own a lot. Who the hell do I think I am to do this? Even though I just had this great, amazing This week. huge, yeah. <laughs> and on that Monday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself this Monday. I launched a program without any information. Somebody signed up and paid for it. Like I was like, what the hell is what Yeah. The <laughs> this is my dream. So I had like the biggest mindset wobble, obviously. Um, and then I was like, right, I'm, I'm in the funk. And do you know what? If I was desperate, I'd be showing up and proving to everybody that I can do it. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to like, and there's like that separate part of me that knew this is just your ego. This is yeah. just those stories. They're yeah. not true. You, you're like, let have your chill day and you're going to be back at it tomorrow. And I love that. Yeah. Sold every, sold multiple offers every week so far in May. It's not over yet. Um, so yeah, the wobbles are still coming, obviously. Yeah. yeah and um, they do. And they do for yeah. all of us. And I really wanted to, you know, before I was, before I gave birth, I was really looking for, Women who, I know a lot of women who have babies and have successful businesses, but I couldn't find anybody in a position like me where I, I am on my own a lot and um, just because of the work that my husband does and, um, you know, hasn't already built the massive successful business that maybe doesn't have the support. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be that for somebody else who needs it. Yeah, I need to be that. I love that. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's so good to talk about that because I think, there's a lot of times where you do just see the success and you do, you know, there's people who 
watch your stories there's people who watch my stories and they're like oh my god she's signing another person and another and another and I used to be exactly that you know I had to unfollow a lot of people who used to sign consistent clients because it used to trigger me that much but like I think it's just testament to say we both still do a fuckload of mindset work like we ego still comes up we still tell ourselves stories. We still have to work through it. But I think when you give yourself the space, just like you did on that Monday, when you give yourself, you know, I have to call myself out. You know that I've all, all got um, my my egos called Tracy. I talk to her a lot. You know, like those little things that just help you pull yourself out. Um, and I, I call it bounce back ability because we are going to have those times where we go into that into that space or you're thinking about something and then all of a sudden you're in it and you're like oh god when did I get here like how did that happen and you have to pull yourself back out but I think it's so important to have that bounce back ability tools techniques things to help you do that so it doesn't last for months years and it's the biggest thing because you just don't follow through on your Mm -hmm. I knew all the strategies like I like I've been in sales for a decade like I know the strategies I know all the things to do um but I wasn't doing them because I literally was not in the right mindset and I I want to I don't know if this is off topic but you know I'm at the stage now where I wanted to be like a year ago when we started working together and obviously I had those bubbles where I think I did a post about it where you think like once you reach the five to ten k month all your problems are going to be solved like yeah and then I look at but you still inspire me because I look at you who had like a nearly 90k bloody quarter and I was like (laughs) god like I'm stressing about holding this level (laughs) she must be stressing a lot about holding that level oh my god (laughs) that was like honestly that was the biggest up level I've had to break through in a very long time Because you do, and it's like I say that in a really like positive way because it helped me get through yeah. this. Because I'm like, okay, if I can't hold this level, and it's something I'm talking about a lot now, because if you can't hold yourself through those bubbles and through those dips, like how are you ever going to hold yourself at that next level? Like you need yeah. to hold yourself through those. That's where the, that's where the growth is. Yeah. How you hold oh, yourself I and lead that. yourself through those dips and wobbles and the bad stuff and the stuff that's not going to plan not when everything is going to plan that's the easy bit (laughs) yeah I know and I think that's I just love that you've said that in the way in the way that you've said it because it is the it I mean it was really hard for me like February hit and I was like oh my god like that's that's just happened what the hell like and it was a very big quantum leap that I hadn't really even planned for you know I went into January and I think this is what we've been talking about I went into January genuinely with the story of like it's after Christmas January shmanuary like who buys in January that was almost my mindset so I didn't really I didn't really care like I kind of let go of any grasp or hold or anything around January having to be this huge month and then lo and behold it was exactly that because I didn't put the pressure on but then having to hold myself in the like oh okay I'm now the Rebecca who makes this amount of money and has this amount in her bank account and that was hard like it was really hard for me to do that and to come out the other end um so I'm so glad that you've brought that up because I don't think I don't think we talk about that enough online 
No, and I think people expect it as well. They see like six figures and multi six figures, and I used to do this. Oh, they yeah. must have everything worked out. How easy must life be? Like they don't have again victim. Yeah, they don't have like the troubles that poor little old me has. <laughs> like no, they probably have fucking bigger troubles than you do. <laughs> I love how we get talking this way. <laughs> but like, it's true, isn't it? You do need to like, I don't know, it was a massive reality check. For me. And I think, you know, I'm not saying you have to become a mother. Like for me, that was my portal into this. Um, and I'm I'm riding the wave and I'm like, what lessons can I take that I can sort of share with? Like, I don't think any of my, one of my clients right now um, who signed up to the new program is a mum, but I don't think any of the others are. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't need to be a mum to, like, get the lessons that I've had yeah. through this experience. Um, but it is, like, it has been a portal for me to, like, yeah, step the fuck up in different yeah. ways. I love that. I and like, and I think it's the... <laughs> the <laughs> I think it's the awareness more than anywhere, anything. So, like, I know we've kind of... We're educating now, but, like, I think when you look at how we do it and how we do bounce back and how we are able to keep leveling up it's because we're so unbelievably aware of what we do and don't do why we do what we do why we do what we don't do you know it is the awareness and that is where it begins for the change you know how many times I said that you know yeah you have to be aware that's what I think you do so well too with the mindset if you don't know why you're doing something um, and that's what I think, you you know, you bringing, you talking about your victim story brought awareness to me and my victim. So I share that now as well, because there's so many people living in their victim. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But we just, it's so unconscious. Um, so, yeah, as soon as you bring it to, even today I put on my Instagram, like I was, I got caught in the pouring rain that we had in the UK. And I was like irrationally angry, like swearing <laughs> at my dog because he wasn't getting caught. I was like so angry. And I was like, why am I so angry? Had the you know you're usually I just like storm off and like just be in the worst mood probably for the rest of the day. And I was like, why am I so angry? I'm angry because I'm wet. Like it feels uncomfortable to be wet. Like that's why I'm angry. That was like, it. Where else am I? Where else am I angry or pissed off? And then I shared a post because I feel uncomfortable. And like that's mm. like that's awareness, isn't it? It's like actually being able to separate from the emotion and then think where else is this showing up in my life and every you know you've always got opportunities to learn and grow oh, sometimes sure. you can just be pissed off and angry like I definitely let myself feel angry about it but it was also a massive like learning moment as well yeah I love that <laughs> I love that um so if you could sum up our time together in one word what would it be <laughs> expansive oh, I love expansive. that I was like maybe she'll say glass <laughs> just a glass, glass. <laughs> great <laughs> no I love that and uh, it's just been so incredible to watch you go from could, only because I've seen behind the scenes I've been in the trenches with you and to see where you were when we first started to now like oh my goodness and I know I messaged you all the time being like Woo, what who is yeah. it like tell me more you know we still share Beth, that Beth will always be a fan oh, always <laughs> a fan. if you work with her she'll always be a fan <laughs> biggest cheerleader um so thank you so much for sharing that story with us and you know hopefully helping other people to see whether it's victim or 
whatever else is holding them back. But do you mind if I interview you about what you do and what's going on for you in the biz? <laughs> um, so I know I gave the listeners a little bit of an introduction in what you do, um, which was quite formal. So I'll let you informally introduce what you do um, and how you help clients. And then we'll kind of go from there if I've got any questions. Yeah, so I am a mindset and energy coach, so focusing on the mindset and energetics. And my superpower is really helping women to identify their unique gifts and then using that to stand out through messaging offers, whatever, to sell. Um, but it's really transformational in like who they are. And I think that's like the missing piece that I always felt when I was investing you know I got that from you because I think you helped me see so much through my own beliefs limiting Mm -hmm. beliefs but before that I was always trying to get the flashy kind of like thing on the surface level so yeah I love going deeper finding out what makes people like jump out light up and then helping them kind of create like amplify their voice basically through that I love that. And ha- what do you think or what do you see is the biggest thing that stops people from standing in their power? So, like huge amount of the belief of is it like, am I good enough? Basically, like, am I good enough? Why me? A lot of the women I'm working mm. with now are like in just like they could be like shape 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 shifters shaking up the industries they work in right it's late here shake shifters I like it (laughs) that's me membrane I swear (laughs) shake shifters I don't know what I was trying to say (laughs) um but they are really like shaking up the industries that they work in and they're kind of like have I been chosen for this like why me um so really helping them to see their own it's a bit like I guess what you helped me with is like being able to see their own gifts and then actually have the confidence to stand in that power because if you don't see it why is it how is anybody else going to yeah I love that and it's almost like if you don't believe it then how is anyone else going to believe in you and work with you and and have that too yeah I really really like that what's the biggest thing that you usually see them step into or how how is that trans what does that transformation look like for you I'm just trying to think because I have such a, a range of women that work at the moment yes it's really I think the thing is that like, I don't really t- teach on the strategies there are methodologies and things that I share through my sales background and the startup world that I've worked in but it's like seeing them like have that energetic shift and how Mm. they believe see things differently and then they kind of like show up and create their own aligned methods so like I had one client who like blew up on TikTok like she went from zero to like I think she's like quantum leap twice we're working together again she was like seven thousand eight thousand followers on TikTok and that's like her vibe like she kind of like we created that expansion for her we helped she had like this whole background in dancing and that she wasn't utilizing and she's created her methodologies from that so I think it's really like someone else in fitness like it's really helping them like this this part of them that they weren't because see the similarities now it's the part yeah. of them that they were ignoring which is actually their biggest superpower and yeah. then when they start using that everything else aligns and falls into place yeah and do you find like 
this has happened and this happened to me too as well as it happening to you and many other people you know like previous careers previous jobs previous things that we spent a lot of time doing you know for me like I finished the performing arts industry and I literally shoved it in a box put it in the wardrobe at the, the very bottom and then I was like well I'll never have to look at that again um and I remember like trying to fit myself in the weight loss niche and the corporate women confidence niche and my friend was like Beck you have literally like over 20 years experience of performing. Why aren't you using it? Do you find that a lot with, with people? Yeah. yeah, so much. I had one, yeah, that one who's a dancer. She still dances and teaches and she loves her dancing. Um, another girl was in the fitness industry, but her take on the fitness industry could like literally shift how the industry is. Like it's, wow. it is really common. And I think it's also a, a female thing where we're so scared to own what we're good at and really mm. stand in that and that's something I've had to really overcome as well is like I think you have as well from the, the how you portray sure. things online is like being able to be like yeah I am actually really good at what I do and that's yeah. a huge belief that so many of us have to overcome oh yeah really and it's hard like you know I even find it hard sitting here interviewing you about our time together you know, yeah. like that I have to really, I still have to work on, on me being able to stand in that, in that power even more than I am. Um, mm. and I know sometimes they're like, God, Beck, like you stand in your power all the time. But for me, I'm still playing small here, guys. You know, like there's so much more I want to do. Yeah. Um, and I think just kind of allowing yourself to work through that. And again, like we've said the whole podcast, it's not something that you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm ready yeah. to go and be huge yeah. and massive. Like it doesn't happen like that again it's that compound effect isn't it yeah and the biggest so, thing sorry just on no, that as you're talking that I find with all of my clients is it always comes back to self-worth yeah it's like for sure. such a such a foundational thing that's not really spoken about because it's like mm. oh I have like you don't want to say like you don't have self-worth but mm. we all struggle with it it's really yeah. difficult and, and to work on it and I think on. you know outside sources and I, mine definitely comes from the performing arts industry just purely because you were berated for what you looked like and what you sounded like and whether your teeth were too crooked and you know there was so much with that like that I obviously took on at that point and have been working through but yeah it happened it, it is truly happening to you know all of us and working through it if someone was kind of stuck and really wanted to find their power what would you what kind of little tips would you give them first to kind of start that process look at your own story like write out your story um and look at what are kind of defining moments that happened they can be like kind of small things that don't seem relevant but defining moments that happened in your life and then what other lessons learned from them um, you'll find you have so many things that you could actually teach on um, so I think that just really being able to write out your whole story own your story and then like look at those keys the things that you remember you remember for a reason especially when you're really young um, yeah. and then what are the lessons you learn and you'll find so much gold in that I love that yay so where can people find you um I know that it'll be in the show notes but let us know yeah yeah, I was like, oh, I can't remember. Again, mum brain. So, uh, Instagram's the best place. I am Megan Rose underscore. Didn't just read it off my phone. <laughs> You're like, what is my handle? <laughs> it is very late for Megan, P.S., everyone in the world. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I. <clears throat> start again. Thank you so much for joining me. I've absolutely loved 
seeing you in this new world of yours and I'm so proud of you and I love you and thank you all for listening thank you thank you so much for having me my pleasure see you in the next episode your love and support means the absolute world to me so if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today please share on your instagram review and rate the podcast those little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and it actually allows me to reach more amazing female entrepreneurs so they can tune in too and remember every single month for those who have shared on their Instagram, rated and reviewed, your names will get popped into a hat and I will choose one of you for a free 30 minute one-to-one with me. All you need to do is make sure you've either sent it to my email, Rebecca at RebeccaHayden.com or shared it on Instagram where you can tag me at at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. I'll see you there and I'll see you on the next episode. Love ya!